Hello, this is Dr. Rosie Kuhn, and this podcast series is called Aging Like a Guru. This is uh, podcast number 148. We're getting really close to the 50th mark, which makes me really happy. Uh, it makes me happy because <laughs> doing 10 minutes at a time about what's important about aging like a guru. What am I trying to get across? What's what's the point of all of this? It's uh, it's kind of interesting. And uh, this morning I was sitting and it's I have some podcasts to make, obviously, to he- sit here with you and, and talk with you this morning. And um, um, and so it's like I'm sitting here going, okay, so what is there to say? What's the point? What's the intention? What's the topic? Sometimes it comes pretty easily. And I feel like it's coming from a source other than me. I'm not making this stuff up, generally speaking. Something always shows up either through my readings or just life in general. So this morning I'm sitting in front of my computer and there's a space. <laughs> It's this place of like nothingness, no thing, nothing to do, nothing to say, nothing to be, just the space. And it's like, oh, so what if I have nothing else to say? What what if this is like I'm done with these podcasts? And that didn't seem reasonable since there's so many aspects of life to talk about and to be with and to experience, um, whether regardless of it's from our inner guru person or, you know, the part of us, our humanness, um, that's here to experience life in all different ways. It's like, what if we're done? And so there was this moment, this space, and um, that space was like, what was, what is? It's the isness, <laughs> it's the isness of the universe. It's the silence. It's stillness. It's this pause, and you know, if you read any sort of spiritual materials, principles, or people's stories, they will tell you that you know, in a sense, that the universe is made up of a lot of stillness and a lot of silence. Um, and most of us human beings um, have been trained and train ourselves to avoid and ignore that silence, that space. And yet that space is the very place that uh, Brian Swim called it fecund. It's empty, but it's fecund. It's full. And uh, people like um, Albert Einstein have had their most extraordinary ahas in those moments where they've taken time away from from work, from their chalkboards or from their computers, that the moments when they create that space and what we call recreate, recreation, you know, where we pause and relax, we, we uh, allow that pause, that openness, that spaciousness. Uh, when we allow it, something can come in like me talking to you <laughs> for the next seven more minutes about this space. Uh, I find that all the time with my writing, if I'm just quiet and still, something will show up. Um, the fear is, and that's the, that's the point, right? The fear is that nothing will show up. And people say, oh, I've got writer's block or I've got painter's block. And my sense is, is that there's something there in that space that they don't want to kind of notice or or. They want to avoid it or ignore it. And usually when we do that, ignoring and avoiding, we don't get to actually be in the space of isness. Isness is what is, right? Whether that's the isness of, of joy or the isness of love or the isness of create, creating the flow, the isness of despair, 
uh, there is that space with, within which we have human experiences. Um, and I have this uh, model that I created called the domains of reality and domains of, uh, of <laughs> I forget what I call it, but it's the domains of awareness. The awareness of who we are as our spiritual beings, as we are being human beings, as we are being in our circumstances, as we are being our ego self and trying to make choices um, and empower ourselves to survive. Uh, and so, but in the state of our humanness, we have these states of being. They're just states of being. And those states of being can be states of uh, openness and expansion or fear and contraction. They can be uh, states of being uh, creative and uh, delightful and playful. And they can be states of being uh, in horror and tragedy and shattering and annihilation, betrayal, all of it those states of being. We don't have to do anything. We just be. But that state of being requires the pause, the space to allow ourselves to be what we are in our humanness. That's really, that's, <laughs> it scares the bejesus out of most of us because we have, we've, tra- we've been trained to not allow that, right? We've been trained, even as tiny little children, to um, ignore those places where we start to feel uh, in the, the big book of AA, they call it restless, irritable discontent. So whenever we're feeling those things, we do something to avoid that. And that doing becomes habitual and sometimes becomes an addiction. Like I want to uh, avoid, ignore, distract myself, deny myself these, the, the space of being me. So I might start to eat or I might start to worry. I might start to use alcohol or other drugs. I might start to buy, 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 purchase retail, retail addictions, um, watch TV, do some computer games, play solitaire. All those things can be distractions from this state, this pause, this space. And <laughs> I, um, I uh, titled this particular podcast, Space, the Final Frontier of Aging. And the reason I did that is because as we get older and we become less mobile and we become less um, active physically, we think, in a sense, we start to, there's more space in our being for non-doing. And again, we've been trained that non-doing is a, a bad thing. Uh, our current consensus reality is you have to be pr- productive and you have to be creative and you have to be uh, um, effective in the world and make a difference in the world. And as we age, we don't have that capacity anymore. It's just a matter of fact. It's a matter of intelligence to say, hey, you just don't have that capacity for for that level of doing and productivity and, and all of that. <clears throat> and so we have more space. And with that space, we can, we can go, there's a spaciousness. And so um, that I'm worried or uh, I'm frustrated because I'm not busy like I used to be. I don't have all of those things in my life that used to occupy my mind. And that's the point is we don't have those things that occupy your mind, your mind, my mind. And so what's left and what's left is this spaciousness. And the spaciousness in some, you know, spiritual traditions, all, all spiritual traditions, even in Christianity, the space of sitting and being still 
and uh, in the state of meditation, if you will, or the state of, of uh, equanimity, of stillness, of peace. And uh, we don't think of it that way in our Western culture, generally speaking, even though it's part of our religious, spiritual training, perhaps. But we think um, there's something wrong, or I'm no longer viable or feasible or productive. I'm not a value, valued person in, in this, uh, on earth. And so we get depressed, or we, we worry a lot, or we start to use other forms of addictions, like maybe start to drink, maybe start to um, use our pharmaceuticals in ways that are not meant for them to be used, just to avoid this fear that maybe there's something missing or something wrong with me because I have the space in my life. So again, there's, there's these people in these spiritual traditions that train us to create space, and then there's <laughs> our productive Western culture that says, do, 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 be productive. I, um, I um, want you to be curious about what you do in this space of isness when it shows up. Um, how often do you cultivate that space? Do you allow yourself um, a practice which um, empowers you to be in that spaciousness? Um, I am not a meditator uh, because when I try to focus on making that space, it doesn't work. Um, I have used um, a particular practice um, that I heard through Gangaji, and she heard through her uh, teacher, Papaji, about just, just say stop. And in saying stop, in saying stop, then you create that space. And what you do within that space is just kind of something to, to watch. I first time I started practicing that practice of saying stop, there was this space and I wasn't thinking. And it's like, I got really scared because it's like, who am I without thinking? And that came, that became another whole exploration. Who am I when I'm not thinking? Who am I when I am in this state of space, spaciousness? space of stillness. And I got really curious, and I'm still curious about that. I'm not seeking any answers. It's just like, wow, that's pretty cool. And the same with my painting. When I'm painting or writing, I don't know what's going to show up in the space when I create that space for creating. <laughs> I hope that sounds so. But if I'm creating that space for writing, even the text for these uh, podcasts, or when I'm uh, making the space for my painting, I don't know what's going to show up. But creating that space, allowing that space, allows something to show up. And um, it's bigger than me. It's it's more empowering than what I can bring into the world by myself. It's it's pretty fantastic and ex exciting and and uh, fascinating. And that's what I like is the wonder and the the the, um, the 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 excitement, the wonder and the curiosity of being on this planet in this body, in this practice, uh, listening to my inner guru from time to time and sharing with you. So that's pretty much it for now. Uh, uh, I'd love to hear from you. I'd love to hear how these, these uh, podcasts are affecting you, if they are, if, you're, if they're worthwhile, if there's other things you'd like me to be speaking about in relation to aging like a guru. Um, please uh, contact me at uh, Facebook or my email address, uh, Rosie at the paradigm shifts.com. And I look forward to connecting to you then. Okay. Bye for now. Mm -hmm.